Pet Savvy Patient Experience Project. My name is Megan Walker, your host. And today our special guest is Sylvia Pfeiffer from CoView. Hi Sylvia, how are you today? Very well, thank you. How are you, Megan? Very well, thank you. And Sylvia, today we're going to be having a conversation about video conferencing in private practice. And do you want to just start by telling us a little bit about what is CoView? Yeah, so Covia is a telemedicine platform and I deliberately call it a telemedicine platform because it does a lot more than just a video conference. Uh, of course, video conferencing is our bread and butter and it's the key of what we do. But around that, you want to have uh, workflows that fit in with your practice. You want to make sure that your appointment bookings uh, fit in with the rest of your schedule, with your practice management software. You want to make sure that you can get the tools, the clinical tools that you do need in, your, in delivering your consultations, that you get them available in a video call as well. And so we focus a lot around the clinical challenges around telemedicine, uh, particularly for private practice. Okay. And over the past few years that you've been working on bringing this product to market, how have you found the acceptance has been of, of people you know, taking up this new method of consultation? Oh, it's been very good. Um, so uh, we are actually a spin-out from the CSIRO. So we, we were originally created within the CSIRO and uh, we did a research project with speech pathology at first and the speech pathologists told us all their problems that they had with traditional video conferencing tools. And so we built a uh, a very quick, as they call it, an MVP, a minimum viable product, uh, through which a speech pathologist could deliver better uh, healthcare services. And so that included um, uh, making some of these games that they use with children, making them available online, and really uh, making it a friendly environment that would look professional but still inviting to a patient. None of these, you know, black and white. Uh, um, kind of uh, sterile environment that you get with normal video conferencing platforms, but something that feels more like a home. And so we've also put the branding of the uh, uh, practice in there, etc. So just to make it part of the professional service that you deliver. And that has been really well uh, um, uh, appreciated by our customers and by the clinicians. And we've seen a lot of uptake. Fantastic. And I see that um, you're expanding into the US possibly as well. Um, yes, so that's our next plan. So we've uh, de delivered a really good, uh, solid software here in Australia. Uh, we even got some investment last year from Main Sequence Ventures. Um, and we hear from people that have uh, taken up telehealth uh, software from the US that they've been very unhappy about the quality and um, the workflows, etc., that, that these softwares provide. Um, and so we can see that there is a market need even in the US for us. Um, and so we're preparing ourselves for market entry through uh, ticking the boxes with all the regulatory work uh, that's specifically HIPAA compliance. Um, and then once we've done all of that, we will enter the US market as well. Wonderful. And so talk me through using your product for say a lay person who's never used video conferencing before. What steps do they have to have in place before they walk up to a computer? And then what do they do when they get in front of the screen? Sure. Um, I would suggest not holding your first call with a patient, but holding your first call with someone that you trust that you can, you know, just have a trial call. 
Um, and uh, with video, with CoView, it's actually really simple because we're a web-based application. So what you do is you go to um, the coview.com website, you sign up, you provide your email address and your password, and uh, that's how you sign up for an account. Uh, the first um, couple of weeks are actually for free, so you can give it a go for, with your practice. Uh, you might get uh, another person in your practice uh, on the platform as well. Sign, invite them to your account. Uh, that could be a practice manager or so because they, they will likely help you out uh, when there's any issues. They might even uh, pick up calls from patients while you're still busy with someone else. Um, and so what I then suggest is for you to hold a first video call with that practice manager. You do it in Kobe. It's very sim simple. It's a link. Uh, all you need to do is um, share that link, which is your personal room actually. So you get like your personal treatment room on Coview and you can share that link with someone else, be that your practice manager, another clinician, a family member, whatever. Uh, and all they need to do is click on that link, enter your room. They will end up with some music waiting uh, while you see them in a, in a waiting bay, in a holding bay, because you don't want people just barging in on it, just like in the real world. You have to open the door for them, let them in, and then you can hold the consultation. Wonderful. And my next question is, I'm, I'm imagining this comes up a lot with patients who say, what happens to my recording? Right. So we can um, allow clinicians to do a recording. Uh, we have that functionality. It's not automatically turned on for, for calls. Um, and also what we've done within a video call is that if you hit the recording button, there's actually an inbuilt uh, protocol that requires consent. So you will hit the recording button. It'll pop up a window on the patient and saying, are you okay with the recording? So the patient then has to accept that there's a recording happening and uh, then you can start recording. There won't be any recording without all participants uh, agreeing to it. Right. Okay. And um, then the payment side of things and Medicare, talk us through that element, the important element. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, it is a business tool after all. So um, I actually see this as, as being a normal part of business in just a couple of years from now. We will all see doctors via video. And so uh, it needs to actually be part of normal business uh, for you to make money. Uh, right now, uh, there's a limited set of Medicare codes that you can use to, re to get reimbursements for um, telehealth codes. Mostly they relate to rural and remote patients. Uh, the clinicians can be anywhere, but the patients have to be in rural and remote areas as defined by certain um, regional uh, codes. Um, and uh, also the services that you provide are, are quite limited. So it's actually a bit of a patchwork uh, in, in Medicare. I can't uh, explain it all in, in a couple of seconds, but we have a lot of help articles on Coview's website that will explain it for you specific to your, your specialization, be that an allied health professional or, or, or a GP. Um, you could use NDIS, you could use the um, better access codes, which are for mental health. Um, and you could use specialist codes, which are providing specialist services into rural and remote areas via video. So those are the key ones that get reimbursement. Um, other than that, you can also charge directly on a credit card or you can charge a gap on a credit card. We've built that into Coview as well. Uh, all you need to do is hook that up with a payment gateway. We're supporting the Stripe payment mm -hmm. gateway. 
And uh, it's very simple, just a couple of clicks and you're set up and then you can take payments from patients directly in, um, in front of or right, right before the video call comes in. Mm. And there is hope that Medicare will cover video conferencing and telehealth in the future, isn't there? Yes, so there's a lot of changes happening at the moment. Um, we've heard Minister Hunt, um, the uh, uh, federal health minister, announced that he wants to make big changes in the next, over the next 10 years. I mean, 10 years sounds like a lot, but it actually goes faster than you think. Um, and uh, telehealth is one of the key things that he wants to change. So reimbursements for telehealth. Um, so I'd watch that space. I'd continue watching what's going on there. Uh, just like other countries, we will see a change and we will see embracing of video consultations uh, yeah. for Australia as well. Wonderful. And with that change comes op opportunity. So for the business owners who are listening, Allied Health and GPs and specialists, tell us what would you see are some of those opportunities? Yes. So um, let's let's talk about GPs because um, they're like the entrance to, to healthcare for most people. Um, Right now, GPs are kind of limited to the immediate region uh, around their physical location to get patients for. Um, I, I've seen it myself uh, when, when I moved and I, I had a local GP where I was living. And then I moved in every time because I wanted to keep that clinician. I had to travel longer, longer distances the further away we moved. I really hated that and eventually I decided to change my GP and go to a local GP. But there is this anxiety around, will it be the same kind of trust relationship that you've built? Will, it, will they understand you? Um, do, they, do they even look at your history the same way? You know, do they understand what you've gone through, etc.? So you've got this opportunity to keep patients with you much longer if you offer video consultations to your patients. Uh, and, and let's be honest, there's a very small number of consultations where you really need to touch a patient, where you really need to be in front of a patient and touching them. A lot of the consultations are talking people through, um, maybe listening to a cough or something. You can do that on video as well. Um, and uh, there are techniques where you can overcome the need for, for touching people as well. Um, you know, you can make them do certain moves and, and uh, look at the range of motion in, in their behavior and uh, uh, similar things. So there's, there's ways of dealing with the lack of actual physical touch. Uh, it doesn't always work, obviously. Um, so I want to make that sure that, that that's understood. But um, you might be surprised the more you think about it, how many of your consultations could actually be done just by video. Um, and, and for allied health, it's the same, uh, maybe apart from um, someone who, um, who needs, you know, a physical massage or something like that. Uh, I've actually seen physiotherapists completely move online as well. Um, so there's techniques for them as well to, to, to change the way that they deliver their services via video. And specialists particularly, you know, a specialist will never really touch you. They get everything, all the information that they need from uh, imaging, from medical imaging, um, or from talking with you. So really, there's not that many limitations on providing uh, video consultations. And the point is, every doctor can do some of their work at minimum via video. So it will be part of your future, whether you want it or not. Yes, and it opens up the opportunities for more flexible hours. I'm, I'm wondering as well, you know, meeting Absolutely. people where they are, the times they're available. 
Oh yes, there's a lot of advantages to the clinicians. Um, it's, it opens you flexible hours, it opens you flexible locations. Let's say you have a, a patient and you feel really strongly about uh, their need for uh, a, a weekly catch-up with you because they're in a kind of therapy or something. So what do you do when you need a rest, when you need to go on a holiday? Um, you know, it would be possible for you to, to go on a holiday and that one per person, that one patient, that's a real bummer for you that you really want to look after, you can still have that video call with them if you need to. Um, and it, I've, I've actually uh, known a clinician who travels for their whole life and is just delivering services online. So it's totally possible. Mm, wow, the, um, the clinical nomad. Yes, exactly. That's what they call themselves. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, tell us about patient literacy and the conversation that's had there to say, yes, you are going to be talking to a computer. You know, what, what do you sort of have to consider in terms of educating patients to use video conferencing? Yes. Um, so the younger generation, you won't have a problem with at all because they've basically all grown up with, with video calls. They all have FaceTime or Skype on their phones and they talk to their friends via video all the time. Um, you basically just tell them, yeah, this is like that, except um, what you get from us when you do a booking is a, a, an email with a link and all you need to do is click on that link when you want to see us. Uh, there's all, uh, another way of, of interoperating with, with Curview as well. You can just put a button on your website and have a kind of a virtual walk-in clinic. So people can also come in like that and then they can uh, sit in a virtual waiting room and uh, the, the clinician or the uh, practice manager would get an SMS that there's a patient waiting um, that needs to be uh, booked in as well with the uh, next couple of, um, you know, in the next couple of minutes or something like that. That's also totally possible. So you've got both the appointment booking uh, based um, visitations or the, um, the um, uh, on-demand uh, walking kind of clinic uh, as a support in CoView. Okay, fantastic. Um, but but the, even the older generations, to be honest, are not really a problem anymore either. Every one of them has an iPad. Every one of them has, has had a Skype call with their, with their family. Uh, and if not, they have a younger, uh, uh, a younger uh, person sitting next to them that's guiding them through and, and to click on the right link and test just to get into the video call. So we've had very little problems with, with patients. Actually, our biggest problems are usually with the clinicians um, because they often find themselves in, in hospitals or something behind firewalls. So there are technical issues. Um, and the way we address that is by being available um, essentially around the clock for any kind of issues that are happening. You can contact us for support at any one point in time and we will help you sort that out. Fantastic. And Sylvia, tell us, what are your predictions for the future then in this space? So the future will be a, a mix of virtual consultations and real person-to-person uh, -person consultations. I believe that every clinician will in the future uh, have, have a part of their work being done online. Um, and I'm not just talking about video consultations here, by the way, I'm talking about a, a much more diversified way of delivering services. Uh, we hear a lot about artificial intelligence in healthcare um, and new algorithms coming in, doing some of the work that clinicians are doing these days. I would not be afraid of it. I would see that as an opportunity to become more efficient and more effective mm -hmm. and uh, making use of such tools 
to uh, inform your work better. And so it'll enable you to have more information uh, about patients, to be more flexible around your work uh, and where you take work from, uh, and, and actually also to be a bit more um, selective, selective around who you work with. Because sometimes there are clinicians that really don't want to deal with the umpteous um, uh, cold and, and subscribe yet another round of, of antibiotics, they would be much more interested in a specific area in their uh, practice that they, they have a real interest in. Um, and so you could do that uh, by extending the reach of your practice uh, to other areas to, to get patients that have that exact uh, illness that you, that you have a specialty in mm-hmm. and, and really build an online virtual clinic that is focused around that particular specialization of yours. Even if you're a GP, you might have more interest in, um, I don't know, cancer or whatever it is, you know, and you can help people with that specialization much more broadly across all of Australia rather than just in your region. Mm, I love that from a marketing, a health marketing perspective. You know, if you're the chronic fatigue go-to person or you're the veteran repatriation person or whatever it is, you can go deep in that niche, can't you, by reaching a much broader market than you're within 10Ks of practice. And you become the specialist in that space and everyone will recommend you and go to you. It's, it's absolutely, it's, it's perfect, to be honest, uh, because it's more according to your interest. You get to do what you like more mm. um, and uh, people get the right expert for that as well. Mm. And Sylvia, for people who want to have a look at your product and have, you know, do that trial and um, do a few sort of dummy test things that are safe and, you know, click a few buttons here and there and know that nothing's going to go wrong. How do they get in touch with your product and find out more? Oh, absolutely. So the, um, the Coview product is, is available online. So op- just open a web browser, go to coview.com. That's C-O-V-I-U.com. Uh, and uh, just sign up there. And if you're still a little hesitant, we have a little chat bot at the bottom right. So if you want to talk to one of our support people, you can just start talking to them, ask questions, and we will reply immediately, usually within a minute. Um, and uh, you can get uh, set up with the demo call there as well. So without even having to sign up, you can get a demo, uh, look at the product before you even sign up. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for your time. It's a real watch this space and, and congratulations on the success that you've had to date with Coview. And- We look forward to hearing great things from you and and what you're achieving into the future, Sylvia. So thanks so much for your time. Thank you very much. Might I just add one more thing? Of course, yes. Um, So I've even written a book uh, to help people with uh, transforming their practice and, you know, being ready for this future that's coming. So if you are interested, uh, my book is called Beyond the Clinic, Transforming Your Practice with Video Consultations. And it's actually available on Amazon. So um, if you're interested, uh, uh, it's not very expensive. Uh, Download uh, or buy it on your Kindle or or, or get it shipped to you. Um, uh, And um, actually on our website, there's even an extract of the book. So if you wanted to just see the uh, table of contents, read a couple of chapters, that's all available for free on our website. Wonderful. People can dip a toe in and know that it's safe. Enter, enter slowly. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I'll be more than happy to help because I know it's a big step. It's a big change in the way that you run your business. 
Um, and you need to be safe around it because the last thing you want is making a change and, and earning less because when you, when you want to make a digital change to your practice, it's really all about growing your practice um, and doing it better than before. So, uh, yeah, you know, Megan obviously has a lot of experience in this space as well. So talk to Megan and talk to me. <laughs> Terrific. Oh, thanks so much again, Sylvia. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Take care. Bye. Bye.